The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Off balance three, and he puts it in, and a chance at four. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Spiro Adidas with the call. How long ago was the in-season tournament? It was uh, late. It was like November, right? God, it feels like it was a long time ago. The passage of time. In group play oh, yeah. for a while. It was very, it was very prestigious. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of uh, of group play, do you ever stop to allow yourself to think that five months from now we're gonna have Euro Cup group play? Yeah, I gotta be honest, that doesn't really excite me. Like it probably excites you. <laughs> really? <laughs> there's, I feel there's like, like you England love it. against the Faroe Islands or something. Whatever. Yeah. I thought I, but when... you love this stuff when it gets close to it. Like you're into it. Yeah. When we get when we get to like May and we get through like all the good sports, then yeah, like I it's, it's oh, the thing that fills it's an, the time. An, an unnecessary shot. Unnecessary yeah. shot at soccer. I, uh, I would I would rather watch it ten times out of ten over any baseball game on any weeknight during the summer. Like that's or in during an afternoon or something like that. So I, I'm with you on that. Like it trumps the summer stuff, except like golf for me. But uh, but yeah, like I take it over hockey. Year, Easy this time of year, it's like who's going to win the Super Bowl? Who's going to win the NBA title? Like who's going to win the Stanley Cup? Who's going to win the NCAA tournament? I care. I care about these things much more right now than the Euro group play. Although when we get to the summer, I'm sure I will share your enthusiasm. God, what a wet blanket you are, man. You've just been like, yeah, man, can't wait for it. On to the next thing. No, <laughs> fair, no, fair, France, fair enough. France against, uh, and your final score, France won Estonia nil. 
Like, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so what about what about Wales? Who's Wales going to get in the uh, in, in their opener? I don't we'll know, see. Gareth, Gareth Bale's probably like 71 years old, and like he'll score and they'll lose three one. That's like usually what happens, right? With his uh, with with the with the with the trademark top knot, which has looked ridiculous since like 2015. Uh, we'll give our NFL bets coming up in 20 minutes for the weekend. Um, also, we are on. Saturday morning, same schedule as last weekend, albeit a little different on Sunday. Saturday morning, eight. So the show goes off. I just, I just, I just lay down. That's all that happens. Yeah. It's, yeah it's just, it's like... Off at seven, on at eight. The these two January weeks, I was talking yes. with um with Prisco about this recently. These are the two like worst weeks of the year in terms of like working and and like it's great and like yeah. we love it and like we're jacked for the shows. It's just. It's just like it never like it never stops. Like you're on the hamster wheel basically constantly. All good. Just that it's gonna be it's a lot. But uh but we love it. So we'll be on coming up tomorrow morning, eight to ten AM, Sunday morning, eleven AM to one PM. So the normal uh slot for a countdown to kickoff. We'll give you uh the prop king both days and like finalized thoughts with more injury reports and news on the weather. But we'll give you all our thoughts as it stands right now coming up next segment here on You Better You Bet. Great guests join us as well throughout the show, including the great Ian Eagle making is you better you bet debut oh yeah at six o'clock eastern time but that highlight we played coming back from break that's the Halliburton four-point play of one of Indiana's like 17 wins this year over the Milwaukee Bucks to get them into the uh into the tournament finals where they would lose to the Lakers that Saturday night Lakers end up winning covering the spread and maybe it'll end up being the highlight of the Lakers season when it's uh when it's all said and done uh we talked in the opening segment about Indiana can the Pacers maybe achieve like something special this year, be a top four seed in the East, win a postseason award. Pascal Siakam expected to make his Pacers debut tonight. Tyrese Halliburton is questionable for Indiana tonight, so maybe Halliburton's back tonight for the Pacers as well. And Ken, I think it makes for an interesting like macro conversation on the Eastern Conference as a whole. But let's keep this to Indiana right now and pay off the conversation from the opening segment about postseason awards as it concerns the Indiana Pacers, if they can crack that top four and have a superb regular season when it's all said and done. Yeah, the Pacers at Portland tonight, by the way. Hopefully uh, hopefully DeAndre Ayton can make it out of his driveway. I just we, did, we didn't even do that story yesterday, and I just, I don't know. That's the first time I, I you just, yeah, you know, it's really slippery. I'm out. Okay. <laughs> okay, buddy. I know ice is no joke. It's just like, what, what's going on here? And it's Portland and Satan. The whole thing's a laughing stock. Uh, so Indiana. Also, he's get, so like, rich. Like, that's a regular yeah. person excuse. Like, hey, I can't make it to shop right because I can't get out of my excuse. driveway. It's I, also like, a, you... we're terrible excuse. Like, I'm I'm good. John C. Bell's like, like, you a, got it, buddy. Yeah. Buy a flamethrower, guy. You know how rich he is? Buy a, buy, a, buy, like, buy a truck that just, like, spews hot water in front of you so you can just drive like, wherever like Ken's, you want. Like, Ken's got a snowblower. He doesn't play in the NBA. Like, yeah. how hard is this? I can confirm that I both have a snowblower and do not play in the NBA. I can confirm both of those things. They're both true. Uh, so we'll see We'll see what happens with Indiana's game tonight. I, should, the point of this is, I, I mentioned, like, Indiana's the team that, like, keeps me up at night almost. I have nothing on any of their players or their coach to win any awards. But they're this just kind of like they're just interesting enough that you have to think about it so their most likely projection is to kind of be like the five seed figure they probably don't beat all the good east teams for the four the knicks probably get them and maybe you know beat them by like a game or two knicks pacers first round series would be pretty electric by the way if the knicks host that Miami's going to be in the mix the Cavs have been playing much better they blew out milwaukee with no Giannis the other night mobley will come back like it's there's a lot of teams for one spot 
and it, even if the Iran, like I just do like projection for coach of the year, really simple scoring system, because there, there aren't a lot of things that you need to know to know who's going to win coach of the year. And even if Carlisle got the four and they won what they're projected to win right now, about 47 games, he'd be the worst winner ever in like the history of the award. And like, I, so like, what am I supposed to, and he, they traded for Siakam and he got bet a lot. And I, I like kind of get it because people like this team is their liking of the team going to overcome how everyone always votes, which is just like, who's the awesome team. That's the one seed or the two seed. And like of the two conferences, which one or two seed outperformed expectations the most. Oh, by the way, that's Minnesota by far right now. And uh, I'd make Finch the favorite instead of Dagnall, but who cares? It's because Dagnall came in second last year and everybody knows he's awesome. And I think Finch would win anyway, but like, whatever that's, that's besides the point. So like, all right, I think I'm a no on Carlisle for now. Just I seem to be the only one that's a no. Like he's getting bet all over the place. They trade for Siakam, he gets bet. Halliburton's coming back, he gets bet. I'm a no, but like, oh man, really? And then I go to Matherin, and this is the one that you hit on for him to win sixth man of the year, a market that's been dominated by Tim Hardaway Jr. from the Mavericks. Uh, why? Because they're really good, and he basically leads the NBA among good players in points per game scoring off the bench. Uh, and I, I players that are on good teams. Like Bogdan Bogdanovich scores a lot off the bench. I know like Zach Lowe said he was going to vote for him. Also, they're going to win like 32 games this year. And guess who never wins awards? Teams that, wins 32, team that win 32 games. So like Bogdanovich is a zero for me until they start winning more. Hardaway's a big favorite, but like he's been starting recently. And Dallas is probably a very likely trade candidate in the next few weeks. And that doesn't mean Hardaway gets traded, but it could mean he ends up starting. Jason Kidd apparently was asked about this last game. And he goes, yeah, I gave Hardaway the option. Do you want to start or come off the bench tonight? And he said, I want to start. Well, what if he does that 10 more games? And what the by, by the way, what a, what a shock that that's what the player chose. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go professional athlete. Do you want to play pro athlete? Do you want to let not name Deandre Ayton? Do you want to play more yeah. or play less? I wonder what they're going to choose. I just, like I, I'll ask Matt when he comes on later. I asked him last time he came on, like water gun to your head. Who wins six man this year? And he is like, uh, and that's how I feel. Like, if Hardaway was... And he said Bogdanovich, right? That was his answer last week, right? Yeah. Bogdanovich? But I think everyone who picks him just thinks the Hawks are going to play better at some point. I think the Hawks are going to play better at some point. But they haven't done it yet. And they might trade DeJounte Murray. And if they do that, then they're not going to play better. They're going to be bad. They're going to be really bad. And bad teams don't win awards. It's in the NBA, that never happens. 500 teams don't win awards in the NBA. It's going to be really good to win this stuff. That's why the Pacers are almost ineligible for some of this stuff. And they're going to win a lot. They're going to win a lot more games than the Hawks are. So just like, yeah, Matherin's, he, is he the guy who picks up the pieces when no one, this is a terrible six man race because like Austin Reeves was a really good candidate. And then Darvin Ham flip flops on the starting lineup every two seconds. And now Reeves is back in the starting lineup. Harder. This is the funniest thing about six man. You have to be really good, but not good enough that you can start. <laughs> Cause if you end up starting, then you act, you're actually too good. You're too good to win anymore. Like, you know, if the Kings who the Pacers beat last night, if they can't get out of their own way, then like Malik Monk can't win. And like these guys all average like 14 points. These guys are all lukewarm, bad candidates. But maybe Matherin's like how we pay off a 50-win Pacers season because nobody else makes any sense. Everyone's on a bad team or everybody. Clarkson's can't score not or... Clarkson's not a terrible candidate, right? They're Utah's bad, gonna though. But like they're not they, they, they could they yeah. they're not like good, good, but like they could they could make the play in tournament. Yeah, they could be like they could they, they they probably will make the play in tournament. They'll be like the nine or the ten. 
there's a couple podcasts that like hint at the fact that Ainge is going to make some splash trade for somebody. I don't know who that would be since everybody around Toronto got traded. That's like, really interesting, by the way, because it kind of felt right. like they were like kicking the can down the road a little bit. And maybe he thinks they that they're ready to maybe do something now. Damn, yeah, right. that would be something. Yeah. Well, that, but they, that was, they were connected to that because the idea is they were, but his back-to-back years, everybody thinks the Jazz are going to be terrible and they're not terrible. And, uh, and their coach is awesome too. But again, like, think about what I said, like one seed, two seed, like, like Will Hardy is not the two seed in the Western got like, great, like great job, buddy. Also, that's not what this is. So I just, uh, all right. So also, he, also, also he jumped off a ladder at WrestleMania and it was really right. <laughs> and he's awesome. Like they're, they're fun. Like you watch them play. They're a really fun team. Uh, they also played every team on their winning streak and the team was sitting their best player. And that's why the jazz won. And then they played a D team that wasn't sitting their best player last night and they gave it up in the fourth quarter. They didn't win the game. And then, uh, can we not, like, you know, let's just, let's tape, let's table right. like just like that part of it, please right. for now. Cause I'm, so I'm then, still, little stung <laughs> so then the Halliburton stuff is the only stuff that's left where you're like all right well I don't I don't know if Matherin's gonna win I don't know if Carlisle's gonna and it's not like a pacer has to win by the way they can just not win but like they're at people like them they're interesting they're gonna win some games like they will be in conversations when like media talk about teams and stuff and Halliburton's the most likable player in the league Matt came on with us a few weeks ago said people he talked to consider him eligible Halliburton not Matt for uh NBA most improved player there's never been a winner that's averaged 20 points a game or more the year before they won. It's usually like a mediocre player that becomes good, becomes an all-star level. Maybe that's Maxi. Maybe it's Shengun. Maybe it's Scotty Barnes still, but we'll see. Halliburton seems like a totally weird fit for that. But again, if the voters just decide, eh, we're going to do something different this year, screw history, then that's what they're going to do. And Halliburton's a really likable player, but I don't get that right now. I don't know. And then you go to clutch player of the year, this made up new award. I went to De'Aaron Fox last year because he was the best player in clutch time and he played on a team that was really, really good. Is that Halliburton? He's not playing. They haven't been in a lot of games like that recently. If they end up in a lot of games like that, I guess you could do that. Again, everyone could just decide this is what it is. And like, you know what? He's really likable. It does. I'll just say this is the last thing. It reminds me a little bit of Josh Dobbs comeback player of the year where for like two weeks or like a part of the season, it's like, no, nah, he's just so likable. Like they're going to, they're going to give him something and he gets bet in the market. They get, get bet in multiple different markets to win awards. And it's like, like he didn't, he didn't end up winning anything. He didn't end up doing anything. I kind of think that's what's going to happen here. But yeah, I just, I think it's really interesting. Like the Pacers keep me up nights. Why? Because I don't know what to do with them. They're an interesting team. There are other interesting teams in the East. It also speaks to, I think, something really interesting right now. We're 41 games into the NBA season. I don't think anybody knows who's ahead in about five of the award markets or even like who's second or third and in what order. Uh, and we're halfway through the year. You better, you better hear with Nick and Ken on a phenomenal football Friday. Our bets for divisional weekend in the NFL coming up in a couple minutes. Uh, I want to hit this breaking news here, Ken, that just hashtag crossed the wire, yeah, sure. AKA tweeted by insiders and then put in our chat by our, our guy, Alex. Um, it looks like this is going to be official very soon. Not a surprise, but the Las Vegas Raiders are expected to retain Antonio Pierce as their permanent head coach now. I always think that's funny, right? When it's like a, a, there's an interim coach and now he's the permanent coach. Like permanent until until he gets fired at some point or, or resigns. So he's not really the permanent coach. But he'll be the, the full-time head coach now for the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, and this became kind of like a big story because you had Raiders players, most notably Max Crosby and Devontae Adams, like the best player on defense and offense respectively, openly campaigning for Antonio Pierce to, to keep this job. And it looks like Pierce is going to get the job now. And we can have a conversation, Ken, as we move through the offseason as to what this means for the 2024 Raiders, what their win total might be, 
after free agency and after the draft. I will say the first thing that comes to mind for me that could impact a couple markets for next year, Super Bowl markets, maybe even like award markets and MVP with the specific player I'm thinking of. I think now with Pierce installed as the head coach, Devontae Adams getting traded to the Jets, I think becomes less likely. I think now that that now becomes like a less likely outcome here. My senses, and based off everything Adams said, was that he really wanted to play for Antonio Pierce. If they had hired somebody else, that might have been Devontae Adams saying like, I want out, like get me to Florham Park and I want to catch passes from Aaron Rodgers again. And the Jets could have paired, you know, uh, Devontae Adams with Garrett Wilson and like you're cooking with gas next season with Rodgers back for the Jets. I think it's a little less likely now. And I think Adams probably, if I had to set a market right now, I think the favor would be Ken, him staying with the Las Vegas Raiders. So at least from that perspective, a nice move for Las Vegas. And I actually think in a, in a weird way, this news kind of hurts the 2024 New York Jets, Ken, and their chances of winning a Super Bowl next year. Yeah, it's an interesting application. Well, I mean, certainly you play it out. Here are two guys campaigning for this guy to be the coach. You're going to make him the coach, and then Adams is going to turn and say, trade me to the Jets? I mean, intuitively, that makes no sense. Crosby had floated it to NFL media. If they don't hire Pierce, I'm going to request a trade. So maybe you had to hire Pierce to keep your two best players. Is kind of like what it feels like, honestly. Love maybe to be like held him, hostage by players. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, if you're going to pick two players to be held hostage by, like here's the best wide receiver, one of the best wide receivers in the league, uh, and the, maybe the best defensive player in the league. Yeah, I, I don't, you know. It's a long-term future of the Raiders, their win total. That's a long-term conversation down the road. But I agree with you. Probably keep both. I don't know whether who's who's their starting quarterback week one of next year, for sure. Not on the roster. That's the favorite right now, probably, right? Not, And then AOC would be the second choice. And I would make a political joke, but I don't want to. On the other side, our NFL bets for divisional weekend with Dick and Ken. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus